I'm Carissa Vacker, and welcome back to Sleepwave, a podcast where we let waves of relaxation wash over you through original sleep meditations created to help you fall asleep tonight. And don't worry if you don't hear the end of an episode. I encourage you to drift off whenever you're ready. Before we get started on tonight's episode, I'd like to say thanks again for all of the great ratings and reviews you guys have left us on Apple Podcasts and some of the other networks, too. Tonight, I want to say a special hello and thanks to Tommy Tuba. They say they used to have terrible sleep habits, but since listening to Sleep Wave are benefiting from all the powerful effects of meditation and falling asleep easily. So if you too find that sleep has come easier since listening to Sleep Wave and you've not yet reached out to us, please feel free to let us know and consider subscribing to support the show. You can enjoy ad-free listening plus have access to two bonus episodes a month and my entire back catalog. It really is the best way to find easy sleep every night. The details are in the show notes. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know about the best way to get a perfect night's sleep. With SleepWave Premium, enjoy an ad-free experience, two exclusive bonus episodes a month, as well as our back catalog of premium content. Your support really helps. Sign up takes two taps, so please click the link in the show notes. But now, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors who make this free content possible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our children face more health challenges than we as parents ever did, and it can be challenging as a parent to be sure that you're doing the right things for your family. The advice can be overwhelming. I believe that moms are an absolute force of nature and have the most ability to create change. And that's why I created the Wellness Mama podcast to give simple answers for healthier families and to cut through all the noise. With over 700 episodes, this show has tons of practical tips on topics like real food, stress, sleep, fitness, toxins, natural living, and so much more to give you actionable steps to improve your family's health. Simply search for Wellness Mama, spelled M-A-M-A, on your preferred podcast platform to join the hundreds of thousands of regular listeners. The other night before we fell asleep, my husband Billy and I were laying in bed talking. I was dealing with a situation from my day, and I was tying myself up in knots with what-ifs. After a while, he said, what if you just don't worry about it? And in that moment, that incredibly simple statement made my whole chest unclench. We continued talking and strategizing, but I kept coming back to that thought. What if I just don't worry about it? It made me feel calm and centered and like I could breathe and rest. There are so many things that pull us away from feeling centered. 
We crave something more in our lives, or we are wanting less of something. Perhaps we want more money and less stress, more friends and less anxiety, more clarity and fewer sleepless nights. Whatever it is, this pushing and pulling of more this or less that pulls us away from being centered in the here and now. It also clouds our thinking and obscures the clarity and inspiration that often comes when we are in a centered place. I realized recently that I often think that if I worry hard enough and have enough anxiety, that I will be able to fix the thing I think needs fixing. That thought has been largely unconscious for a while. But as I meditated on letting go of worry, I realized how much I've been relying on it. I know I want to feel calm and centered and like I can handle whatever arises. When I am able to focus on that and not my need to control or push-pull on circumstances, I am not only able to sleep more peacefully, but I'm also open to all kinds of ideas and assistance. From that place, I truly feel that things are going to be okay. What does being centered mean to you? As a longtime yoga practitioner, I became familiar with the wobbles that come from a balancing pose. Let's say you're standing on one foot and trying to find your center. One day, I would be able to do the pose with ease, and on another day, I might fall out of the pose completely. But one thing that always, always made me stumble was tension. If I wasn't breathing or was holding on too tightly, trying not to fall, I surely would. It's when I was breathing easily and fully, focused with my eyes and quiet in my mind, that being centered in the pose felt effortless. We can do the same thing tonight in our beds. Tonight, we are going to meditate on finding our center and savoring the sweet stillness and ease that is found there. Get cozy as we go on a sleepy meditation journey together. This is Staying Centered in Times of Worry by Billy Gill. Imagine that someone comes into a room where you are calmly sitting and tells you that they saw a tree fall on someone's parked car this morning. Perhaps you are intrigued or even curious as to whose car it was. They tell you that it was just a few minutes ago and it actually happened in the parking lot outside. You might begin to become more interested in their story because now you feel even nearer to the event. Then, they tell you that they're fairly certain it was your car that the tree fell upon. Immediately, you stand up and run outside to see what happened. That would be a normal response to this kind of news. Let's look closely for a moment at the progression of this little hypothetical story. When the bearer of this news first enters the room and says that a tree fell on someone's car at some point this morning, You might feel intrigued, but it's not likely that you would immediately spring from your seat and run outside. However, when you realize that it is your car that was damaged, you quickly spring into action. What's the difference? A car is a car, but when the car is more closely attached to you, 
the response is much more acute. Now imagine that you yourself see the tree fall and at the last moment you are able to get out of the way. No doubt you would feel a great sense of relief that the tree only hit your car and not you. Even though you feel a sense of identity with the car itself, you know that there is still a difference between your car and you, yourself. In the same way, there is a difference between your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and the essential conscious being that is at the core of your awareness. My is not equal to I. Tonight's sleep meditation is about cultivating our ability to remain centered. Just as people sometimes project their sense of self onto their cars, we have an even more difficult time differentiating ourselves from thoughts and emotions. They are much nearer to us than a car, just as your car is much nearer to you than some abstract car belonging to someone somewhere. Your thoughts are not you, but they are a function of the mind. Furthermore, even your mind is not you. The 20th century sage Ramana Maharshi famously taught a path of self-inquiry. He simply instructed his students to reflect upon the question, who am I? A typical reply to that question might be, I'm me. You might go on to state your name, occupation, even the whole story of your life up until this point, but these are all thoughts. Maybe you would then proceed to say, I am this body. What body? When you were five years old, you had a very different body than you do now. Which body is you? The current one or the one you had when you were five years old? In 10 years, will that body be you too? If you are your body, how many of you are there? It becomes apparent from this line of questions that your history, your name, even your body are yours, much like your car is yours. They aren't you. There is something even more essential that is you. If this is the case, how much less can you be defined by the roles and labels that society bestows upon you? Ramana Maharshi advised that we ask, who am I? without necessarily seeking an intellectual answer, as these concepts would also be slightly removed from the pure conscious presence to whom the question is being asked. Simply ask the question and rest in the inquiry itself. Take a moment to make sure that you are comfortable and relaxed. If you need to make any final adjustments to your posture, feel free. There is no fixed position for this meditation. Some traditions make prescriptive recommendations for how to sit or lie for meditation. For the purposes of this sleep meditation, simply find a pose that feels relatively easy and that you can maintain for some time while letting your breath flow smoothly. 
Once you have found a comfortable stillness, do your best to remain still. There's no tension or rigidity in the pose. If you need to move, just make sure that you are conscious of any movements. No unconscious movements. Allow yourself to become calm and steady. Give yourself plenty of time. Don't rush into relaxation. Take a deep breath and let go of any cares or worries that you are holding on to from the day. Watch your belly rise and fall with each inhale and exhale. Notice the natural pause at the bottom of the exhale before it transforms into an inhale. Feel free to linger there if it feels natural. At the top of the inhale, there is another pause as the breath transitions into its opposite again. Notice the transition. Breathe in this way at your own pace for some time.
Even the breath has this distinct character of my as opposed to I. You are not your breath. Of course, your breath is very personal and you have an intimate relationship with your breath. But even so, you have the ability to hold your breath for brief intervals. If you were your breath, wouldn't you disappear at the moment it stops? These questions are meant to guide you toward an essential aspect of your awareness. There's no need to overanalyze the questions themselves. Their purpose is to guide you toward the awareness at the center of your experience. At a certain point even, the concept of awareness needs to be released. Otherwise, it becomes another object to which you attach yourself. That is, it becomes an obstacle to realizing the pure radiance of consciousness. To be centered is to restrain your awareness from identification with thoughts. Let the thoughts come and go. When you attach your awareness to your thoughts, they carry you away from your center. When you are in a deep and dreamless sleep, you are resting in your center. There is no thought. There is no sense of I. The thought I begins to emerge upon waking or in a dream when there are objects to which you can attach yourself. As you breathe gently in and out, remain in your center. Ask yourself the question, who am I? Notice the impulse to find a definitive answer. Any answer that arises has the quality of a thought. You are not your thoughts. Let the thoughts come and go effortlessly. Allow the question to penetrate deeply into the core of your being. Become like a pearl diver who straps on weights and dives down deeply for a pearl. Dive into the depths of your own center toward the pearl of pure consciousness.
Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, continue on. Any thoughts depend upon this center. You may catch a glimpse of this awareness from time to time. Notice the space that appears between you and your thoughts as you release the thoughts as they arise. This sense of spaciousness is the inner silence that increases as we remain centered. Thoughts still arise, but we become less bothered and less reactive. We see them come and go without any need to attach ourselves to them. We remain calmly seated in the center of our being. Visualize this center as a place inside of you that you can sit in deep meditation. This is a sacred space within your own heart. Visualize this center as a lotus flower. See yourself seated in the center of this lotus flower. And 
as you sit in the center of the flower, imagine thoughts, feelings, and images floating past you. See them passing like clouds before your awareness. At any time, you could leave this center and attach yourself to one of these clouds. Yet, you choose to remain seated at your center. You simply let the thoughts, feelings, emotions pass by with a sense of release. 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 Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Drifting into a blissful sleep, let come what comes and let go what goes. In this state of deep, dreamless sleep, thoughts disappear like a clear and cloudless sky. There is only space. If clouds were to appear, there must first be this space. Pure awareness is like this clear and cloudless sky. Thoughts may appear and disappear. Clouds may form and dissolve, but the sky is always the same. 
this space inside of you, this clear sky, this pure awareness is your essential nature. Visualize an inky black sky at night as you continue to breathe slowly in and out through the nostrils. Let your breath rise and fall at the level of the navel. Inhale, navel rising. Exhale, navel falling. clouds part, and in this clear night sky, visualize a single star. This star shines alone in the clear night sky. Concentrate your attention on this single star. One pointed awareness. Your attention flows to this single star, which appears on the backdrop of a crystal clear night sky. There is no need to attach yourself to this star. You are not this star. You simply see this star. Ask yourself, who sees this star? To whom is this star appearing? If you say to yourself, I am seeing the star, this too is a thought. This thought of I is like a single star that appears in the clear night sky. Who is it that witnesses the thought, I? Continue to let the question, who am I, sound in your mind without the need to form an intellectual answer. If answers arise, witness them arising, but don't attach to them. Let them rise and fall, just as you watch your belly rising and falling with the flow of your breath. Inhale, navel rising. Exhale, navel falling. Inhale, navel rising. Exhale, navel falling. Inhale, navel rising. Exhale, navel falling.
growing more and more relaxed with each breath. Feel your body surrendering into the soft support of the mattress, the feet, legs, hips, torso, arms, neck, and head, releasing and releasing and releasing into the bed. Let go of any grasping or striving. Stay centered in the blissful lotus seat of your own being. If thoughts arise, let them come and go, but don't attach to them. Stay with the one question, who am I? This thought dissolves all other thoughts and illuminates awareness at the center. The question, who am I? guides the mind back into its source, where it becomes quiet and serene. Sleep. Sleep. Sleep.